I'm joined today by the Chief Investment Officer of St James's Place, Chris Ralph. Welcome, Chris. And now, this year has so far been dominated by a number of major macroeconomic events, particularly the ongoing issues relating to the Eurozone and the continued attempts to find a practical solution to these problems. With such an overload of news flow from the media, what advice would you give to investors today? I think the advice remains exactly as it ever, ever has been, that one should retain a view on the longer term uh, and not be swayed by shorter term market considerations, the shorter term what I would describe as noise in the marketplace. And I think for, for clients who invest with St James's Place, the fact that uh, we have a long term orientated approach, uh, the fact that uh, our clients are delegating the responsibility for fund selection and fund monitoring and portfolio portfolio construction to a very, very experienced investment committee, um, I think should give them confidence that they can ride out the shorter term waves and, and be able to benefit from the longer term opportunities. So given what might be called the extraordinary environment, has the SJP approach changed at all, do you believe? I think it's what I would like to say uh, evolved. Um, I think it's really important that the process needs to continue to, to move forward um, uh, and that it shouldn't be static. Uh, and therefore, the way in which we've been thinking about, thinking about it, both in terms of the new manager appointments that we made over the past three years, as well as the development of the example portfolios, is a greatest illustration of that evolution. It sometimes surprises our clients that we spend no time at all at the investment committee talking about um, markets per se, uh, and certainly we're not in uh, the business of forecasting where the FTSE is going to be at the year end. We simply believe that tactical asset allocation is incredibly difficult to get right. Uh, what we do spend time thinking about is whether our managers are um, investing in the way that we expect them to be investing, uh, and we think about the construction of the portfolio solutions that we provide for clients. So how do people find out more about the SJP investment approach, Chris? Recently we've um, put together a film of the Investment Committee at Work, which I think is a really important illustration of, of uh, how Stanford's interact with the uh, Investment Committee. We've got interviews with uh, Vivian Bazalgette, who's chair of the Investment Committee, with Nathan Gelber, who's um, Stanford's chief investment officer, as well as one of our fund managers. Uh, and I think it's great to hear from from all of them as they explain what we do when we get together. You mentioned that the Investment Committee has responsibility for appointing and replacing uh, fund managers. Uh, what changes have been implemented so far in 2012? 2012 has been another busy year for the Investment Committee and um, the work that Stanford's have been doing uh, advising us. We've launched three new funds uh, this year, a multi-asset fund, a global equity income fund and an index-linked gilt fund. And all three of those have been contributors to the development of our example portfolios, um, as well as making some evolution in terms of the existing portfolios. We've added another one to the range, uh, what we've called a defensive portfolio, which we like to believe is the lowest risk option on our range of portfolios. There's been a, a couple of changes. The launch of the multi-asset fund and for the, the manager on the um, investment grade corporate bond fund, um, we've appointed Loomis Sales. As, as as well as that, on the UK Growth Fund, um, we 
have appointed Majedi Asset Management, who are very well in the, known in the institutional space, but lesser known in the retail market. How does the defensive portfolio sit alongside the existing portfolio range? The underlying aim of the defensive portfolio is to deliver a positive return over a five-year period, um, and that's what we're sort of focused on. And so therefore, because it is positioned at the lowest end of our range in terms of the, the risk spectrum, we've got a greater allocation in there to fixed income funds and alternative funds, and we think that creates the, the best possible answer that we can. How important is income to overall return, Chris? Well, I think if you look at the performance of FTSE as a benchmark for uh, the performance of stock markets over quite a long time period now, that, um, that it hasn't actually advanced very much. There's been quite a lot of volatility. Um, but yet, if you look at total return, including reinvested dividends, um, the return has been quite attractive relative to holding money in the bank. Uh, and therefore, I think clients should be considering about um, investing for income as well as capital returns and that's part of the reason why we've got such a comprehensive range of equity income funds and uh, another reason why we thought that the launch of a global equity income fund was a, a, an important evolution of our fund range. Thinking about the turbulent times in which we live, uh, how convinced are you that the fund range is resilient to all the day-to-day -day changes that we see? I, th I think that's all about the, the way in which we continue to affect the day-to-day -day monitoring of them. Um, we need to make sure that the investment footprints um, that Stanford's are looking at when they're monitoring the funds are, are what, we're, um, what we're expecting and they're not changing over a period of time, and that the managers are conscious of, of capital preservation. We don't, think it's, uh, we don't think it should be the be-all and end-all because we think that there should be a combination of seeking good investment returns in the asset class in which they're managing money for us, but at the same time um, of thinking about capital protection. So that's, uh, that's an important balance for, for funds on our is that why you moved to launching the defensive portfolio? Yes, I think it is. That um, we, we understand that a lot of clients are nervous about investment markets and are thinking about longer term um, protection of capital and therefore the defensive portfolio sits really well alongside the other portfolios um, on our range. Can you explain a little more about the portfolios review and the decision process in order to change the fund's allocation? I think the first and most important point is that, as I said earlier, we never try and undertake tactical asset allocation um, within our example portfolios. We do think it's very important to consider the longer term strategic valuation of markets and therefore uh, in funds like our GILTS fund uh, we have reduced the duration on it which we think is um, a way of ensuring that we can protect investors better going forward. But in terms of the portfolio review what we do um, is sit down between ourselves um, uh, that is the internal um, uh, research engine at St James's Place, uh, at the investment committee and Stanford Associates and try and understand what is driving the returns in the portfolio and the ways in which we can continue to improve that. And that's a sort of systematic, um, structured process without being a, um, uh, without uh, spitting out a number out of a machine. It's not a, it's not a purely quantitative task. So are investors' portfolios 
automatically rebalance then? No, we think it's really, really important uh, that the portfolio rebalancing process should be one that's conducted between the client and, and their St. James's Place partner. Um, we completely understand um, that clients' investment needs change, clients' attitude to risk change, um, clients may have different requirements for, for, for money that they've got invested. Uh, and if we um, present them with a one-size-fits-all solution where rebalancing happens automatically, uh, we think that the dialogue that is really important between partner and client is unlikely to happen as effectively as it might. And therefore, uh, we took the view that it's much better to allow that engagement to happen at the time of the, of the client partner review uh, and discuss whether uh, rebalancing is appropriate at that point in time. So sum it up for me then, what are the key reasons that you believe, despite these volatile times, that people should still have confidence in the SJP approach? This is a long-term approach to investment management that's basically been in place over the 20-year history of St James's Place. Uh, but, as I said earlier, it's really important that it's evolved over that period of time and, and therefore the intense scrutiny that Stanford apply to our fund managers as well as the oversight to the investment committee believes, uh, gives, I believe, our clients the very best possible chance of delivering the returns they would expect. Chris Ralph, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.